the new channel. The new channel. Hashtag TNC Now. The views, opinions, and insights expressed in the following shows are those of the host, producers, guests, and viewers. They do not necessarily reflect the position of the channel. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to the new channel. Our passion transforms a community channel that sees all things new. My name is Jennifer Nuya, live streaming from Cavita, Philippines. And you're watching Stories from the Fringe. For those who are tuning in for the first time, Stories from the French aims to push for more diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in all aspects of our lives. We are committed to creating a world where individual differences like gender, class, ability, among others, are not only seen and understood, but also celebrated. We believe that we can all be a part of this collective vision. In order to make the most of our time together, we encourage you to turn off all distractions, prepare to take notes, mental awaken, and just be fully engaged with our guest today, Andres Jimenez. I'm happy to welcome to the show Andres Jimenez. Andres is the founder of Times Equal, Time Equals True Wealth, where he empowers people who work for money, learn how to work, how to make money work for them so that they can work for purpose so he is passionate in teaching people the values of the currencies we all have and the appropriate order of the value welcome to the show andres thank you so much for having me on hello andres Thank you for um, thank you for making time to be on the show. Can you um, please um, share with us your journey, your background about, and also about time equals true wealth? Absolutely. Well, this all started about three years ago. My journey. I used to be an employee in corporate America, where I was a full commission outside sales associate where I earned a very good income, enough to provide for my family and have money left over every month. The problem with that was that 
in order for me to earn that income, I was working an average of 14 hours a day, six mm -hmm. days a week, where vacations were not vacation. Uh, vacation um, was never vacation. I was always on the job. I was always carrying my laptop. I was, you know, always on the phone. And my wife would say to me, hey, aren't we on vacation? I said, yes, baby, we're on vacation, but this is what puts food on our table. This is what mm -hmm. pays for the trips. This is what pays for everything. And if I don't take care of my customers, the competition will. Mm -hmm. so one night I realized that I was trading my life away, you know, and obviously that's not a good trade. You know, life is way more valuable than money. And I was trading life for money. So I, I decided to learn how to make money work for me. And what I found out during that process was that it not only um, is time way more valuable than money, and I, and I always knew that. I always knew that time was more valuable than money, but I didn't understand. I didn't understand the value, the, the concept. And the biggest lesson that I like teaching is um, we all have currencies, um, and we all have four currencies. And those four currencies are time, knowledge, relationships, and last is money mm -hmm. so i always like asking you know what is more valuable time or money and everybody says time mm -hmm. what's, what's more valuable knowledge or money and knowledge is also way more valuable than money and relationships is way, way more valuable than money the least valuable currency is money mm -hmm. and and that's the currency that 95% of the world's population is chasing. And that's what I was chasing. I was chasing money. I was working 14-hour days chasing money. And I realized that in order for me to achieve what I want to achieve, I need to devote time to that goal. And I would have never achieved that goal working for money. See, the biggest lesson that I learned during this process is the value of those four currencies. I never saw knowledge as a currency. I never saw relationships as a currency. We all know the currency of time and the currency of money. But here's what I really, really love sharing is that we can buy anything we want. Mm -hmm. And that might sound like fantasy, but I want to prove to everybody that you can and I want to destroy the lie that we can't because mm -hmm. the truth is that we buy everything with time. We buy money with time, right? In order for us to earn a living, we, we need to exchange time for, for money. And whatever we do, whatever business we, we have, we devote time to that business to earn money. So we buy money with time. We buy absolutely everything with time. I, I buy health with time in order for me to, a, uh, have, you know, health. I need to devote time to health in order for me to have healthy relationships, a healthy family relationship. I need to devote time to family. I was not devoting time to family. I was devoting time to money, because that's what we're taught. We're taught to go, you know, provide. And yes, it's extremely important um, to provide. We we have to provide. I mean that, but there's a better way to provide. And, and the better way to provide is to work for purpose, not for money. Money is meant to work for us, mm -hmm. not us for money. 
So um, the, the whole formula is backwards in the world. Most people, they exchange the most valuable currency, as we just saw, is time for the least valuable currency, which is money. So how can we get ahead if we are making a negative investment? Mm -hmm. You know, Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett says the rich invest in time, the poor invest in money because money is, is less valuable than time. But everybody is chasing money. What we need to focus on is improving, you know, how we use time, maximizing time, increasing our knowledge and our skills so we can increase the value that we put on the time. Because, see, everybody thinks that we get paid for the time that we put in a task, but that's not true. We get paid for the value that we bring to that task. So the more value I provide, well, the, the more I can earn because we earn, we earn money because we provide a service. Everyone, everyone earns money because they provide a service, whether they're an employee or, or whether they're a business owner, you know, employees provide the service of their time and their skills on the job. Business owners provide the services of their goods or their products or, or their um, <clears throat> ideas. So we all provide a service. So everybody earns money because they provide a service. Now, what determines the earning is the value that we provide in the service. And there's nothing more valuable than unique. Every single one of us, you know, has a purpose to fulfill. And, and that purpose is unique to every single one of us. So there's nothing more valuable than unique. So our true value, our true value is, is in the gift that is, you know, planted inside of us, that, that, that seed that every single one of us has. You know, there's... um. There's a command. We, we were commanded to be fruitful. Be fruitful and multiply. So that means that the seed is already inside of us because how can I produce fruit if there's no seed? Mm -hmm. So the seed is already there. So I, I love sharing the message with people that you can you can literally buy anything you want because every every thought that goes through here is consuming time. And that will determine how I spend the rest of the time that I have. So the most important thing that I can buy is the quality of my thoughts. What, what am I, what thoughts am I buying? That's the most important purchase. The thoughts that we purchase. What, what, what are we buying? Are we buying thoughts of faith or are we buying thoughts of doubt? You know, are we buying thoughts of purpose, worthiness. That's... Mm -hmm. That's an investment of the most valuable resource that was given to us. If I entertain a thought of doubt for too long, then I am wasting life. So again, the, the true coin is time. Absolutely everything is bought with time. Now, what we choose to buy, that's where the big question lies. So it's not, it's not that um, if we can buy or not, it's, Will we pay the price? Mm -hmm. Will we pay the price? Because we have the capital. We have the capital to buy it. Mm -hmm. Will we pay the price? 
most people in the world simply do not choose to pay the price. They choose to sit on the couch when they get home from work and they don't work on their dream. And I, I realized that, you know, me working 14 hour days, uh, I had no time to work on the dream because, you know, 24 hours is what we're told that we have. Yes, there's 24 hours in a day, but that doesn't mean that we have 24 hours. We, we only have the amount of hours that we are awake. Mm -hmm. So we're awake if we sleep eight hours or six hours or whatever the case might be by, for an individual. If an individual sleeps eight hours, then they only have 16 waking hours. So it's extremely imperative that we learn how to make money work for us so that way money's working during those eight hours that we sleep. Right? So like, you know, Warren Buffett says, if you don't, if you don't make money while you're sleeping, you're always going to be working for money. And I like saying, right, if if you want to be free, you got to give that money a J-O-B, a job. Mm -hmm. Right? If you want to be free, you got to give money a J-O-B. And, and the truth of the matter is that, you know, in, we're, we're either working for money or we're working for purpose. Mm -hmm. We cannot work for both. So if I work for money, well, the words say it all. I'm working for money. That means that money is the master. And we're not meant to work for money. We're meant to work for a purpose. And that's where our true value lies. Now, so it, as I mentioned, in, in order for us to, you know, make the most of time, right, we need to increase value. And that brings us to knowledge. That's our second currency. So, um, and knowledge is not just reading books, mm -hmm. right? Knowledge is, um, you know, um, uh, le learning how to better communicate, you know. So, um, joining, joining, for example, uh, speaking clubs that help you develop communication skills, because that's that's knowledge. Knowledge is really skills, right? And when we apply knowledge, that's that's wisdom. So, w wisdom is applied knowledge. So we gotta acquire knowledge so we can increase the value to ourselves. So, be fruitful. The word says it all. Be, be fruitful. We need to be fruitful, be productive, right? So, but but in order for me to be productive, I first need to be a bigger me. So I need to focus on my knowledge. So develop communication skills, you know, sales skills, persuasion skills, um, and, and develop a skill that's gonna serve you towards your particular gift, right? Because the value again is in our gift. So. Um, discover that gift and then develop that gift. So seek the knowledge that is associated with your gift and 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 just start absorbing knowledge in that particular subject, whatever the area might be. So knowledge is our second most valuable resource. Um, you know, in all you're getting, get understanding. Knowledge is, you know, wisdom is is you know greater than than silver and fine gold right so that that says it right there knowledge is more valuable than gold right so knowledge is more valuable than money so you know if if someone decides to you know a once they finish their their basic education you know um you know up to the age of 17 18 years old and they decide not to go to university well, the chances of that individual getting a good paying uh, work 
uh, is going to be very slim. They're, they're going to get a minimum point paying job because they have no value to offer the marketplace. So mm -hmm. in order for us to, to earn more, we need to be more valuable. We, we need to increase our value. And, and the way we increase our value is by increasing our knowledge capital. But we have the capital of time to buy knowledge, right? So, um, again, we can buy anything we want because we, we decide on how we spend time. So, for example, I can I can choose to read a book, right? I can I I can um, you know spend an hour reading a book, or I can spend an hour of scrolling through TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. Well, one hour reading a book is going to increase my knowledge capital, which I can then apply in, in, its, in its wisdom. But if I spend one hour scrolling to TikTok or, or, or watching, you know, TV, then I am wasting life. Now, there's nothing wrong with entertainment. Entertainment is an important part of life, but it shouldn't be a, a, a huge consumption of life. And um, here, I'm, I'm in the United States. Here in the United States, the average American watches seven hours of television daily. Wow. Really? Yes. Seven daily? Daily. Daily. So if you're, if, if all your, if seven hours of your capital is being wasted, then you, you're not going to get ahead. So 95% of the world, you know, like I said, exchanges money. I mean, I'm sorry, exchanges time for money. And it's backwards. It, we're supposed to uh, exchange money for time. See, like I just mentioned, we buy money with time, but we can also buy time. And when I say that to people, they're like, no, you can't buy time. I says, yes, you can. You cannot buy back yesterday, but you can buy, you know, an hour from now. You can hire someone if, if you're going to, for example, if you're going to go wash your car, and you don't enjoy washing your car, and you're just simply going to go wash your car because you want to save money, then you're misspending the resource, right? The, see, um, and, 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 and I got this from a story that I heard, and I love sharing this story, by the way. There's this guy named Eric Worre. He's a very successful network marketer. And if I'm not mistaken, he started his network marketing business, network marketing business in 1988. And in 1988, he, he had just started network marketing. So he, he hadn't achieved any success yet, financial success. And he had the fortune of being mentored by a billionaire. And this billionaire traveling all over the world, very involved in the community, chair of organizations. And Eric Worre approached them and he asked them, how, how did you achieve your financial success? And and how did you manage time? Because, because I'm very stressed. I'm frantic. How, how did you do this? And the billionaire told Eric, how much money do you want to earn? Eric, there's no limit to the amount of money that you can earn. And when Eric Worre heard that, he said, wow, um, it shifted my mind. And, and it shifted my mind, too, when I saw that video. Because I never thought of money being unlimited. But the truth of the matter is that it is unlimited but our time is limited so the billionaire you know asked eric so how much money do you want to earn this year 
And Eric was, remember, he had just started network marketing, so he hadn't, he hadn't achieved any financial success. And he said to him, I'd like to make a million dollars this year. And the billionaire replied quickly. He says, okay, if you want to earn a million dollars this year, you need to be earning around $500 an hour. Is there any activity that you can do that pays you $500 an hour? And Eric Worre says, as a matter of fact, I do. The commissions that they pay me in network marketing are way more. I happen to have that activity. Okay, let me ask you this, Eric. And do you cut your grass? Do you mow the lawn? He says, yeah, I cut the grass. What's, what's wrong with that? You know, I, yeah, I cut the grass myself. He says, how much can someone charge you to cut the grass? And this is 1988. And he says, I don't know, maybe about $15 per hour. And then billionaire says to him, so you mean to tell me that in order for you to save $15, you're missing out on producing $485? And he's like, wow, I thought I was saving money. But see, that's the mentality of most people because we're, we're brought up to save money. We're not brought up to save time. We're brought up to save money, save money, save money, save money. No. Well, what we should be teaching our kids is to save time, to make the most of time. Right? We're not meant to work for money. We're meant to work for purpose. So Eric Worre changed his philosophy back then in 1988. When he heard that from the billionaire, he started implementing that strategy. And it's not a strategy. It's just simple math, really. Right? It's. I mean, you're missing out on producing $485 to save $15. That's a loss. You're losing $485. So in 1988, when he started this, he started taking that to heart. And he started paying someone to cut his grass. He started paying someone to go do the grocery shopping for him. He started paying someone to put gasoline in his car. He paid someone to put gasoline in his car so he can focus that time on his network marketing business. Now, you know, again, most people would rather save the money than save the time. But but if you analyze what just happened here, Eric Worre started trading money for time. He started paying $15 for an hour. And that hour became way more, that hour is way more valuable than $15. See, there's there's no limit to the amount of money that can be made. We, we decide, how, remember, m money is bought with time. So we determine the amount of money that we want to buy with the use of time. But we cannot buy everything. Let me be perfectly clear. We cannot buy everything, but we can buy anything. And that anything is your purpose so whatever that seed is a purpose that we all have we can buy it at the price of time right if, if you look at the world everything that's in the world right it's we have gold silver petroleum minerals it, there's abundance of resources that God gave us. So we live in a world of abundance. It's so real money, 
right? Real money, and that's real money, by the way. See, the the a, a dollar is fake. Real money is what was already here on Earth when we got here: gold, silver, salt, minerals, petroleum. All of that is real money. Land, that's real money. The dollar is fake. In fiat currency is fake because it loses value and loses value, loses value, loses value. But on the other hand, for example, you take gold, for example, gold has maintained this value for centuries, for and for, for, for millennia. It's maintained its its currency value. It's maintained mm -hmm. this let me correct my let me correct myself. It's maintained its purchasing power. Yeah. I I read that um dollar okay the fiat currency has lost its value over time because it's it has left the gold standard so there's no gold backing it now that's why it's just paper and now that we are moving into digital world and uh, sometimes we don't need dollar or any paper currency anymore those are just numbers transferring from one ledger to another from your bank account to the merchant's bank account so you don't you know, um, just just numbers moving numbers from from one place to another. So there's really nothing there. So that's a good thing that you emphasize, Andres. It, and you're absolutely correct. You know, it's it, it's just numbers. When um, when money is deposited into the bank, um, I'm pretty sure it happens in your country as well. But here, there's um, it's called fractional reserve lending. Yes. Right? And so what happens is as soon as someone deposits a dollar, the bank holds 10% of it as reserve. So they hold mm -hmm. 10 cents for that dollar and then they lend out 90 cents. But those 90 cents got input into the system right away as numbers. So people are not really working for for paper. They're, they're really working for numbers. Yeah. Right. And, it, and, and the, it's kind of it, it's it's a trap in, because where it's it's a trap because the people um, are working for money right and what happens is um, as the dollar depreciates right it, it loses purchasing power as the government start printing money well mm -hmm. there's more money that gets printed that means that each dollar loses value right when supply and demand right the more there is a something the less value it has mm -hmm. right so the more money is printed, the less value that dollar has. So the dollar um, here in the United States has lost 95% purchasing power since, mm -hmm. since the Federal Reserve was um, inst instated in the, I believe, I believe it was 1918, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So when the Federal Reserve began and... And it's a here in the United States, a lot of people think that the Federal Reserve has something to do with the government because it has the word no. federal, right? But the Federal Reserve is a private entity, yes. and 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 they're the ones that control everything because they're the ones that control the the paper the that gets printing. Printed. Yeah, they can they control the 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 rate of inflation. Mm -hmm. right? They they control the tax the the interest rates, right? Mm -hmm. So. As, as they print out more dollars, that dollar loses value, right? 
So what, what winds up happening to most people, right? Most people have a certain lifestyle, right? And so if the price of everything goes up, then in order for them to keep up with that lifestyle, they have to work more hours because mm-hmm. they get paid by the hour, right? They're, they're working for money, so they have to work more, right? So working more means more taxes they got to pay because mm-hmm. their income went up. Yes, th- their income went up, but their purchasing power went down. And yeah. so if their income goes up, that's more taxes they got to pay. So not only yeah. do they lose purchasing power, but they, they're also losing money on taxes. And more so, it's um, it's unfortunate that some countries are becoming more socialist or more into interventionist. My friend and I, we were just chatting a week ago, and then he was lamenting the fact that uh, his country has opened its borders to refugees. While we don't have anything against refugees, however, some illegals, they come into the country and then they siphon off the resources. And um, people have to remember that what you get for free is not really free, right? Um, It has to come from somewhere. So those um, free health care, free food, free housing that the illegal aliens um, the illegal aliens enjoy, they come from honest taxpayers, all right? However, the problem is the illegal aliens, they, see, they, they, they have this mindset that, oh, the government is taking care of us. No, the government, the government is not taking care of you. The taxpayers are taking care of you. So that is for you to have all these things that you enjoy, someone has to, um, someone has to make the width smaller for their families. So in that country, my friend said that he's, tax bracket is already at 50%. So imagine if he's earning a dollar, then that 50% of that already goes to the welfare system. And he has a family to, to take care of, right? So that's, that's, that's sad. I mean, I don't have anything against the, the refugees because um, I feel for them. I feel for them because some of them, they come from war-torn countries. Some of them, they come from um uh dictatorship and they're trying to just how do you say that they're just they're just trying to give also their families a better future in another country right but you cannot siphon off resources indefinitely you have to also learn how to take care of yourself learn as 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 you um i just have been saying you have to learn the necessary knowledge and skills to hold on a job um, I think um, America, U.S. is um, in the going towards, you know, the decline of Roman civilization. I read it that um, the Roman civilization became one of the powerhouses in the olden days. However, because they have the biggest welfare system, that started their decline. So welfare system is not sustainable. You have to teach these people how to fish, not only give them fish. Absolutely. Very well said. Um, um, that's exactly what's going on. They're, they're giving people fish. They're not teaching people to fish. 
They're not teaching people to um, learn, you know, how to uh, earn money. See, and, but but I believe that it's by design. Oh. And, right, and and the reason I say that is because, yeah, you know, the, the borrower is servant to the lender. Yes, I read that in the Bible. Yes. Okay, so if the borrower is servant to the lender. And the world's big banks, they buy the government's national debt. And that means that the government is indebted to the banks. That means that the government is the servant. So the one who's really in charge is the bank. Right. And now um, I've asked many people from different countries. I've asked people from Venezuela, from uh, Argentina, from Colombia, from Spain, a do they teach about the monetary and banking system in your country? They're like, no. So it's not only here in the United States that they don't teach us about the banking and the monetary system. Do they teach mm -hmm. them banking and monetary system in your country? No, they don't. And I believe that it's about time. It's about time that they teach all these things to our children and also um, how to how how taxes work, right? And how to consider entrepreneurship as a viable career. However, here in the Philippines, um, because of past generations, they always tell us get good grades and get a good secure job in, in the corporate. But actually we realize in the several few years that have passed by that you know, there's really no secure job. The, the most secure job that you can get is the one that you give yourself, right? When you are the owner of your economy. Absolutely. Okay. So, Andres, um, perhaps um, this is about to um, about time to get on a short break, and then when we come back, all right, okay. I wanna um, we can emphasize other things that we can buy, real assets, okay, okay. real assets that we can buy. Absolutely. All right. So we'll go for a short break and yes. um, see you on the other side of the commercial. All right. Will do. Thank you.
The new channel is an online alternative new media platform for online shows for people on the go. Please watch all our shows seen on screen. Imagine having your own show, your own playlist, your own content, but we make it easier for you. TNC aims to transform the lives of our viewers through engaging authentic and original content. Our channel is a responsible global 24-7 platform that showcases Filipino talent, global influencers, cultural intelligence, and ingenuity. Thank you for choosing to spend your Thursday mornings with us. Thank you for watching, supporting Stories from the Fridge, live streamed every Thursday, 10.30 a.m. Philippine Standard Time. You can watch us or on replay via Facebook or YouTube. Follow us on IG, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search hashtag TNC now. For sponsorships, please email now at newchannel.com or send us a DM. Enjoy these life-changing shows because we made them just for you. So earlier, we were chatting with Andres Jimenez from Miami, Florida, and he shared with us the four courtesies that we all have. So in appropriate order, so we have... Uh, time, knowledge, relationships, and money. Unfortunately, as we have discovered, more people chase money over time when it should be the other way around. And he also stressed the importance of finding our unique gifts so that we can work not for money but for purpose. So let's call again, Andres, so that we can learn more about how we can work for purpose. Hi, Andres. Welcome back on the show. Thank you. All right. So earlier, we discussed that um, money is not the true asset. So if we have money or time, which assets do you feel we should be purchasing more of? Um, God's, God's assets. Land, hmm. gold, um, silver. A diamonds right um whatever god put here that, that the value of that will never go down right um mm -hmm. gold as we talked earlier has maintained its purchasing power for millennia you know in in the roman times with one one ounce of gold 
you know, someone could buy a very nice robe and a nice pair of sandals. That same one ounce of gold today can buy me a very nice suit and nice pair of shoes. So it's maintained this value. Um, land has always been extremely valuable. If you really, um, if you look at the Bible, for example, the, the Bible is talks a lot about land. Right? Um, as a matter of fact, the state of Israel, um, when Israel um, was formed and when it became the, the country of Israel in 1948, mm -hmm. um, there's a, an individual by the name of Ben Gurion who went to the United Nations headquarters in New York City and he showed them a Bible and, and he showed them Exodus when Abraham had purchased the land and he never sold it. So be, so he didn't have a contract, but but it was there written. And so they, they the state of Israel was formed. So, so land, um, real estate, right? That's land, real estate. So the one of the absolute best investments that one can make is in real estate, right? And, and it's something that it's a real hard asset that we can pass down to our children and our grandchildren. And as King Solomon said in a proverb, a good man lives inheritance to his children's children. Well, I can't, I can't, you know, leave a, a job as inheritance. So if I if I work for money, I have nothing to leave behind to my children, right? Unless, right, um, I start, you know, a, a buying assets during the time. But it becomes very hard to buy assets when you work for money when you're an employee. It's very hard to buy assets because your time is being taken. So um, if you work eight hours a day, hmm. right. And, and, and here's the key thing, right. Most people, um, they have, a uh, their job of, of here in the United States, the, most people work eight hours a day, 40 hmm. hours a week, and they come home and then they watch TV and then they don't, they don't buy their dream. They just go back to work again. And so yeah. they're not, so they're not working on their dream. It's hard for them to accumulate enough to, you know, to buy an asset. But a but it goes but then we talk about the, the second currency of knowledge right it goes back to the currency of knowledge right in, in inve investing the currency in time so I can acquire the knowledge you know mm -hmm. so I can buy the assets that I need so I could pass them down to my children's children now real estate um is is an asset that um, here in the United States has produced you know, 90 more than 90 percent of the millionaires have been made through real estate and mm -hmm. the reason that is is because of the enormous tax benefits that exist mm -hmm. in real estate right it, there's no other vehicle there's no other asset class here in the u.s i don't know how it might be in your country but here in here in the united states there's no better asset class than real estate for minimizing the amount of taxes that you pay Right. Um, so even if gold, gold is a good asset to buy, but it doesn't give me tax benefits. Right. Okay. So, so gore, um, I'm sorry, gold is a good storage of value. Right. So I so I can have gold and, and have that as a savings. Right. To store, to store. But but if I want a, an asset that produces cash flow and I get the benefits of taxes, there's no better asset class than, than real estate. And, and here. Um, and I'm pretty sure in your country as well, a, 
working for money is the most expensive way to live mm-hmm. in time and in money mm-hmm. right? because you're giving up your most precious resource right for somebody else right time that you will never get back and you're giving it to somebody else instead of working on your dream right and then on top of that you pay a lot of tax mm-hmm. here in the united states employees pay way more taxes than business owners right yes. so so not, not only are we exchanging the most valuable resource which is time for the least valuable resource but on top of that i get highly taxed and then mm-hmm. that's then that's where i go back to it's kind of like by design right because the more you make the more income tax you got you have to pay when you're an employee right mm-hmm. and so, so as inflation goes up your purchasing power goes down which means you got to work more right and working more means more income more income means more taxes you pay mm-hmm. so who's the benefactor of that not 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 the not the family you know so no. so so real estate um is um an asset class that i don't know how in your country but i'm pretty sure in your country it is as well Mm-hmm. it's it's a hard asset you know and uh, and with so, tremendous with tremendous tax benefits so we have here you mentioned gold silver diamond real estate right mm-hmm. now um i'm pretty sure that you are also seeing the increasing trend of us moving to the digital space and a lot of people pushing for purchase and creation of digital products all right so how does that figure into your your this this mental model of you should go for the real hard assets yes i i i want something that's tangible as an asset right and i i can i can hold gold you know i i, I can you know touch land right i can feel a house right silver mm-hmm. salt petroleum right all of these are are assets a you know food is a tremendous asset as well right I, we, we all have to eat right mm-hmm. so so n- natural resources you know things that have always existed here on the planet um are way more valuable than something that is digital mm-hmm. you know so Um, I do see that obviously we are going in the direction where um, the instead of trading a piece of paper for to go to buy stuff, we simply are going to use a our our cell phone, you know, and and it's paper is now no longer going to exist. It's going to be numbers. It's going to be digital, but it's mm-hmm. still fake. It's still mm-hmm. fake. It's still not real money. Real money is what is here on earth mm-hmm. that's real money so mm-hmm. if i'm going to invest i'm going to invest in real assets mm-hmm. okay so that's big though for you no nfts or uh, what no. they call the tokens no. no digital versions of no. converse shoes or not for shoes. me not for me I, and i see a lot of people that are going there you know um especially a, a, a lot you know of Uh, the younger generation 
because that's what that's the world that they're living in right that's the world that we're living in now right it's it's a digital world and so that's you know what they they've been growing up with and it's their reality mm -hmm. um, but i feel that the 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 more we get away from realness right um we're we're going more towards an artificial type of life mm -hmm. And so it's not a real life. Um, I, I, I personally don't um, don't want anything to do with NFTs and crypto and and Bitcoin and none of that stuff because I I, I want something that I can hold and and oh. I can physically touch, you know. <laughs> and so um, and besides, um, I don't get those tax benefits on mm -hmm. any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. Here in the United States, you could, and um, Donald Trump, for example, Donald Trump is um, a very successful real estate, uh, you know, um, developer, real estate investor. Very, very successful. Mm -hmm. and he understands the tax laws. And that's where education comes. Right. We need to understand the tax laws. Are you are you going to share where he buried his wife? <laughs> no, I'm not going to show that. It, but but I but I will say this, you know, uh, I, I'm I'm not I'm not going to talk pro or negative about him. I'm just going to speak the facts. Okay. Right? Facts, and the the fact is that um. He understands the tax game, right? Yeah. And, and the thing is that, you know, tax laws are just that. They're laws. Yeah. Which means that any, any citizen can use them. Yes. But most people are not educated enough and they pay more taxes than they have to because they don't know how to, you know, play mm -hmm. within the rules of the game. You know, mm -hmm. just like in a, in, in a football match, Right, you have to stay within the boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. So tax laws are laws, right? So we need to understand how to play the game within the boundaries, you know, doing things mm -hmm. by the book and how mm -hmm. to how to legally, ethically, and morally pay less tax. Well, if I pay less tax, that means I get more money to keep for my family. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'll give you an example of that. If here in the United States. The average family in between husband and wife earns around $80,000 a year. But that is before taxes get taken out. Mm -hmm. Now, um, on $80,000, the tax bracket roughly, more or less, is around 30%. Wow. Right? So, and the employee, I don't know how it is in your country, but here, when the employee gets the paycheck, the tax has already been taken out. Yes, the same. Right? So, correct, right? So that means that the government got paid first. Yes, that's correct. Okay, so if the average family makes $80,000 a year, and let's say roughly, it's more or less 30%, it's not an exact figure, but let's say 30%, 30% of $80,000 is eight times three is 24. That's $24,000. $24,000 that goes 
to taxes. Yes. Now, 80 minus 24 is $56,000. So that means that the family has to live on $56,000, $56,000. Now, here in the U.S., it, last that I heard, it was like roughly 58% of the American population lives paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, that's surprising, even right? here so, in the Philippines. So so if, if most of the 58% is most of the people, if most of the people are living paycheck to paycheck, that means that they spend the $58,000 on, mm -hmm. on their mortgage, on their car payments, on their credit card payments, on all these other payments they're spending on, on the Netflix subscriptions, on the a such and such subscription, on all this other stuff they're buying, they're spending $58,000. So they keep zero. Mm -hmm. and, the, and, and that's why it's more expensive to work for money than it is for money to work for you. Because if they keep zero, and the reason why they, they don't keep anything is because there's no tax deductions, mm -hmm. right? But when you're a business owner, yeah, right, you have tax deductions. And particularly mm -hmm. here, and this is why real estate, this is why I, 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 I share the message of people investing in real estate, because you get to keep more money for your family. Yeah. See, um, when you're when, when you're in the business of real estate here in the United States, you have mm -hmm. around 450 legal tax deductions. Mm -hmm. Because if you buy a property, well, that property's roof is going to deteriorate. You know, the house is going to deteriorate in general. And so therefore the government, you know, incentivizes you because when you provide housing, you're providing a function of the government. Mm -hmm. And because mm -hmm. you're providing a function of the government, the government gives you tax incentives. So they're tax laws. Tax mm -hmm. laws are nothing more than tax incentives. So if you provide housing, if you provide food, if you provide energy, that's why Elon Musk doesn't pay taxes because he provides energy. So when you provide all these things that the government otherwise would have to do, they say to you, okay, you know what? We're going to give you tax benefits because you're doing our function. Mm -hmm. So in real estate, you could take depreciation. So that since the house is, is going to deteriorate over time, the government allows you to legally um, write off on, on a residential property is 27 and a half years and a commercial property, 29 years. Mm -hmm. Right? So if you have a commercial if you have a residential property, let's say, right? If you own, you know, several homes as investment properties, for each home, for the 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 actual home value, the structure, not the land, the structure itself, you get to depreciate 27 yeah. and a half years. So the value of the house divided by 27 and a half years, that gives you how much taxes you can deduct from your income every year. Mm -hmm. so, you can you can legally put money into your pocket every year mm -hmm. and because you took depreciation it wiped out that gain and you pay zero tax mm -hmm. and that's the reason why you can't blame bill gates 
he's leveraging the tax incentives and um i've read that he is buying up large tracts of land in the u.s if i'm not mistaken he's already considered one of the largest landowners in the u.s yeah it be, that's that's that is the true asset you know that's land real estate there's mm -hmm. this guy um i i forget his name um but when fiber optic before fiber optic um a came to be mm -hmm. he 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 envisioned in beforehand he, he saw the technology upgrade he saw the where the where the technology was going and he he had a he he was he was a visionary he saw where technology mm -hmm. was heading and he started mm -hmm. buying the the on the opposite sides of the railroad tracks that piece of land mm -hmm. that's on the on the either side of the rails he started buying that throughout mm -hmm. the whole you know coast mm -hmm. and then when when the fiber optic um got developed he started you know <clears throat> along the path of the railway started connecting america with fiber optic wow. you know so that piece of land it, it was only it, it was only six feet on each side mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but for miles and miles and miles and miles so, so land mm -hmm. land you know land um, as I mentioned before, it's, it, you know, it's mentioned throughout the Bible, right? In the very first verse, right? And in, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created real estate. He created the physical world. He created the spiritual world and the physical world, right? He mm -hmm. created real estate, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's mentioned throughout the whole Bible, land. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know, but I, 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 I like, um, I, I I like to do what's in the book. Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's solid advice. It, it's it's mm -hmm. solid. Um, well, look at King Solomon. King Solomon was, um, if if it, I've heard that if King Solomon's wealth was transferred to today's um, money, it would be worth trillions. So mm -hmm. he would be a trillionaire, mm -hmm. not not a billionaire. He would be a trillionaire. That's how wealthy wisdom brought him because mm -hmm. wisdom got him all of that mm -hmm. right so um i i tend to you know a follow the advice that's in the book it's mm -hmm. uh it doesn't still i mean i mean it they, they say that you know if you want to be successful study success yes well king solomon was very successful so mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm going to study him. <laughs> yes. You know? Wonderful. Um, thank you so much for all this gems that you have shared with us today, um, Andres. I'm sure that our audience, our viewers also learned a lot as I did. So that they can continue following you so that they can continue learning more about time equals true wealth um where they can um where can they know more about you do you have any social media channels yeah i i have um two i have two places where i have my time equals true wealth handle it's uh instagram mm -hmm. time equals true wealth 
um, as well as in LinkedIn. In LinkedIn, I, um, I, I my name is Andres Jimenez. You can search for me there, and and you can search for the Andres Jimenez, or you can search for Time Equals True Wealth, and my my website. Now, I, I will say that um, my website is more or less it's geared for for U.S. because mm -hmm. the um, the, the educational service. So I, I, you know, I provide educational services, a, a, not me personally, a, I'm, I'm an independent contracted marketer for this phenomenal platform. And where I learned, um, a lot about taxes, a lot about real estate investment strategies, a lot about, you know, banking strategies. And, um, so the, the education is geared for the U.S. market, because it's the, the the investment strategies are based on U.S. laws. But I will say this: um, my my main passion is not real estate. My, you know, real estate is a vehicle that will free up the time for me to go out and. To another, remember, we're we're here to work for purpose, not for money. So, um, real estate would allow me to have the money work for me, so I can go work for purpose. And and my purpose is really, you know, waking waking people up, you know, inspiring people. And um, so I, I love to speak, you know, so um, in, in my Instagram uh, page, you, you'll see a lot of inspirational um, posts. You know, that's mainly what I post because I, I, I want to let everybody know that they can buy anything they want because they have the capital where every single day, we get 24 hours deposited into our bank account. Yeah. Now, we decide what we want to buy with that time. I can, you know, I can buy an hour of reading a book or I can buy an hour of watching TV. I could mm -hmm. buy an hour of exercise or I can buy an hour sitting on the couch. Mm -hmm. um, the, the reason they... Um, it's it's kind of um sad that the time is money got coined as a phrase because yeah. the intent really I believe in, in the the if I'm not mistaken the original phrase um was said by Benjamin Franklin who, who was a um one of a you know an early early American patriot and he was an inventor and a diplomat and uh, very, very wise man. Hmm. But I, I believe his intent was time is currency. Hmm. Right? It's because if I say time is money, and that's not true. Because if I say time is money, that means that I'm saying time equals money. Right? Because the mm -hmm. word is, is equals, right? Two plus two mm -hmm. is four. Well, yes. So time is not equals to money mm -hmm. time is greater than money mm -hmm. right so um i think what he meant was that it's you know it, it is like if it was money because mm -hmm. we buy everything with it right so we decide what we want to buy and again we cannot buy everything but we can buy anything mm -hmm. absolutely anything you want but it all starts with the thoughts that we buy. You know, what mm -hmm. thoughts are we buying? Because the thoughts that we buy will influence how we spend time. Mm -hmm. It absolutely will. And mm -hmm. if, 
if you are investing in thoughts of faith and and in and in uh, purpose and in worthiness, um, you're you're gonna be focused on your on your goal. But if you if you're entertaining thought of doubt for too long, then that's gonna you know get you low. And mm -hmm. if you're low, you're not gonna take any action. Mm -hmm. right? So um, it will influence what you buy. You know, mm -hmm. so the thought uh, the thoughts that we buy is the most important purchase because that will that will determine how we get to spend time what, what are we buying what are we buying with it you know so we can buy anything we want and that's the message that i love sharing that we can buy anything we want you discover your 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 purpose develop your purpose and then deploy your purpose and i want to share this you know, um, I, 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 I enjoy so much awakening people. Mm -hmm. um, that I want, you know, because a lot of people say, oh, "What do you mean you could do anything you want?" No, no, I'm proving it to you. I want to prove it to you because currency that we use for everything is time. What are you gonna buy with it? Mm -hmm. So it's extremely important that we buy good thoughts, right? Purchase thoughts of worthiness, of purpose, of, of what it is that you're meant to do because that's where our value is, it's in the gift. So invest time in discovering that gift. That's mm -hmm. a great investment. So we can, we can invest time, right? We can spend time and we can waste time. There's nothing wrong with spending time, right? If if you're gonna go on family vacation, well, that's spending time with the family. That's a good use of time. You're you're building memories, creating experiences. That's a, an excellent expenditure mm -hmm. of time, right? So, an investment of time is you sacrificing watching TV. Right? You sacrifice when they tell us in order for, for us to achieve our goal, we need to sacrifice. Well, when we sacrifice, we free up time. And that time that before was a waste, I am now investing in my goal. So I, I am now working on buying my goal. So what is it that we want to buy? What do you want to buy? That's what I like talking to people about. So, um, you know, here in the U.S., you know, I, I love speaking to people about, you know, you know, get real estate assets, have money work for you. But worldwide, my, you know, my message worldwide is to awaken people to the value of these four currencies that I just shared with you. Time, knowledge, relationship, and money. They're all extremely valuable. But as you just saw, m money is the least valuable. And that's mm -hmm. the one that everybody chases. And the the people that do, right? Like Warren Buffett says, the, the rich invest in time, the poor invest in money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it doesn't make sense to exchange something of greater value to receive something of lesser value. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to invest, you're investing for a positive return. For I mean, You want a return on investment. So 
if I'm investing greater value to receive something lesser value, I'm I'm in I'm in a negative investment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love sharing. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't have wrapped up our conversation more beautifully. Thank you for summarizing it for us, um, Andres. It's wonderful having you on the show. Thank you so much again for sharing your background and sharing your experience with our viewers. And thank you so much for having me on and giving me the time, you know, to be here with you and sharing. It's a, it was, it's an investment of time because when we it teach, is. we, when we teach, we learn. So hopefully, you know, um, this was something that awakened, even if it was one person that I got to awaken today, uh, I feel great. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's the, 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 the goal. The goal is to awaken people and, and, um, change lives, ch change the paradigm. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you once again, Andres. Um, dear viewers, thank you once again for choosing to spend your Thursday morning with us. Thank you um, for our loyal supporters. See you again next Thursday, January 19th, 10.30 a.m. Philippine Standard Time. And enjoy the rest of your day or evening, depending on where you are in the world. God bless everyone.